Hello, everyone. This is episode five of the Godzilla Roundtable. Today, you have me, Fan Mulder, and I'm not forgetting to say my name this time. <laughs> and and I and I'm joined by um, Tails and I. You can also call me Matt. And and, and to, on, on today's episode, we are covering Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, which is also from 1964, the same year as Matra versus Godzilla. One of the few years to have two Godzilla movies in one year. So, as always, let's get into our usual, the rating. What would you rate this movie, Crash? Um, probably out of 10. It was a really fun movie. I know you really liked it. I was surprised at how much you liked it. And how about you, Ton? Yeah, it's a solid, solid 8 out of 10. This, this one's really enjoyable. And this is where I'm going to say this is a 9 out of 10. This is in my actually top five favorite Godzilla movies. Oh, it's nice. probably my second favorite of the Showa era. To be honest, mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> so, what did you? So, what did you guys think of this one beyond just the numerical ratings? Um, I guess so. I guess I'll go first. Um, yeah, I really like how this, this, and um, Mothra versus Godzilla really go back to kind of balancing that lighthearted mm-hmm. feel from Kong versus Godzilla while still, um. It, it bounces that lighthearted feel while still kind of having that classic feeling. You really mm-hmm. um, have like that familiar sense of dread with Ghidorah and yeah. Godzilla around. And, but at the same time, it's really fun. So it's like, it is. It's just, and I really love how this movie's just kind of like, mm-hmm. I mean, in hindsight now, but it's, it's basically a proto King of the Monsters. It you is. can really see kind of how everything KOTM. Mm-hmm. Really and yeah, movie. sorry. No, continue. go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say this one is probably one of the most important Godzilla movies for one big reason. This is really where Godzilla as a hero begins mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. This is the first time. This is the first time where he's not just an antagonist like he, he is in the other prior movies. Guy, yeah. Like, Maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and that and and that sticks for the rest of this era. Where he's only ever bad for mind control. You'll see more details later, Crash. Okay. But yeah, this is the last time he's a villain of his own free will for a little bit. <laughs> That's cool. But then, then of course, he ends the movie as a hero because Matra convinces him and Rodan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Crash, you've reached the point now where this is now the second movie in a row where you said that this is now your favorite what? one. <laughs> I, I, I think it's like I did everything I like. Kind of upped it up a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it was just one of them, you know, one, two monsters in one. It was really engaging, too, because like, they added the new sci-fi stuff to it. So it was kind of caught yeah. me off guard. But it made it really interesting to watch. It's like, like, what's going on? She's on Venus, and, you know, she, mm-hmm. she knows about, like, these threats in the future. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot mm-hmm. of seeing the monsters introduced mm-hmm. one by one, and then, like, making havoc simultaneously. Yeah. It was just mm-hmm. fun. That's the best mm-hmm. I can describe it. Fun fun. Yeah, that's really, really what it is because I feel like Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster, while it has some scenes like it's like, oh, we have to come together, we we shouldn't fight, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's not really about anything per se, unlike the prior four. I feel like, which honestly, yeah, there's no like I, kind of moral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I think it's just kind of doing something. Which I don't think is an issue personally. Yeah, I, like I think it's like, fun. You could, mm-hmm. you need to have, if you're gonna have a message, you need to like fit into your story. You need to come into that. Yeah. Like that. Trying to force it kind of like, uh, like uh, I think Rage Again did with King Kong, yeah. kind of. But no reason wasn't mm-hmm. it. Like, one of your movie feels kind of weird. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to have a message. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this one did really yeah. They weren't really trying to teach it, they were just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. See, I think the ironic thing with King Kong vs. Godzilla is despite it saying its message is the tree nature, which I guess you can kind of fit in with the capitalism part, I think it's more about capitalism. So I think it's kind of funny how that last minute moral doesn't exactly fit <laughs> yeah. with everything before yeah, it. Though about the Venus thing, it's kind of funny because in the dub, they change it to Mars for some reason. They well, make her be from Mars. Kind of from Imagine. <laughs> probably. Because it's true. That's the first time I've heard of a creature from Venus. That's interesting to me. Yeah. <laughs> And really, something just like I think something just kind of fun to realize is we're now five movies into Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> it's a five movie. 
Yeah, which is more than most franchises get ever. That is true. So, yeah, we're not even <laughs> making that much of a dent into it. Yeah, we're still in the early, early mm-hmm. dead seasons. Yeah, I think by this point, that dude is really good. He's mm-hmm. talking about something else, but he's definitely yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of crash, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Okay. <laughs> why do you like Why do you like this and Mothra versus Godzilla before it more than you liked Go Gojira, the original one? Oh, me? Probably because of these basic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think also just keep me really busy. Yeah. Obviously, no. Like, do I do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save Crash and Echo. By the way, he does like Gojira, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, the only one he the only one he has been like so far is Raids again, and really, who likes Raids again? Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> so I guess let's get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I guess to finish off our talk where our talks about the sorry, what our talk about this not really having much of a moral. I think it's kind of interesting interesting this to discuss a series that was kind of joshed by um Ishiro Honda himself in his one of his final interviews. There was a series for a long time that King Adora was meant to represent China and Godzilla being America and Rodan the Soviet Union and Matra being Japan. Interesting. And how basically it was meant to be a commentary on Japan saying, let's team up against China because China is a bigger threat. But Ishiro Honda, though, came out and said that that wasn't the intent. Mm-hmm. That's really, that's why he said it's just credited theory. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Where, I'm not Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Being the I'm peacemaker. Ton, you're the big history guy, so what do you think of that Jost theory, even if it's not valid anymore? Um, I think it's kind of a interesting thought process, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um now Chinese history isn't my strongest standpoint, but mm-hmm. I do know like China probably would have been was a place of um concern during the Cold War. Um, yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, to give a oh, China's obviously a communist country, and it still came co- yeah <laughs> to this day, <laughs> and it became a communist country after a civil war that happened not long after. Um, World War Two. World War Two, and there was the um, communists who took over the country, and the the um, democratic Chinese who fled to Taiwan, who are still mm-hmm. there, and um, we probably just lost any tension sponsorships right now. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I was just checking around, and China actually, mm-hmm. um, so China it has nuclear weaponry. But their first yeah. test was in 1964, and huh. I'm not sure if that would have been public by that point. It might have been, but see, that, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So, if if Ghidorah was supposed to represent China, that would have required mm-hmm. Honda being like either a super spy or <laughs> <laughs> clairvoyant. So yeah. that's probably why he would deny. Ghidorah mm. being meant to represent China. See, what Honda said was, even though he wasn't sure, he said just knowing from the scriptwriter Shinichi Sekizawa didn't intend to be that political, so he was guessing that that probably wasn't it. Mm. I mean, I guess you could kind of still, because in the end, art is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. And King Ghidorah being a Chinese dragon in appearance is, is another big reason why people link it. But then again, though, as I'll get into more when we talk about Ghidorah, King Ghidorah was also inspired by this me from Russian folklore. So mm-hmm. you have a lot of mixed um, inspirations for King Ghidorah. And then, of course, as we talked about, Godzilla's been America for way before this. <laughs> so, yeah. so I guess, speaking of King Ghidorah, that leads into my next point. This was King Ghidorah's first debut in any movie ever. 
and he'd and he'd quickly be go on to become basically Godzilla's arch enemy, <laughs> be, being the Joker to his Batman. So, what did you guys think of King Ghidorah before I'll talk? I think I mentioned this kind of. I think he looks really cool, but yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm not sure if they're gonna like stand upon him in the future because he came out, he was epic, and he started fucking everything up, <laughs> and he was mm-hmm. so strong. You know, he de- deals so much damage at once because of his three heads and his. Energy yeah. bolts? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Okay, energy bolts. Gravity, Gravity bolts. bolts. That's it, yeah. 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 so destructive, like, unlike any of the monsters we've seen before. Like, to another scale, mm. you know? Yeah. And then he's real interesting. See, I mm-hmm. guess... <laughs> I guess they're mm-hmm. monsters that need, like, a motivation. <laughs> they're just kind of like, I just want to fuck shit up. But I'm, I guess I'm interested to see more of how that mm-hmm. the relationship between him and Godzilla ends up being fleshed out. Because from what I've seen, if he's supposed to be a big archenemy, it's weird. But at this point, mm-hmm. it seems like he's an enemy to all of them, and not specifically Godzilla yet. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they work in that. See, with King Ghidorah, the interesting thing with that, with that is Crash, is he's kind of almost like, I'm not sure if you've read any H.P. Lovecraft works, or know him too I much. I know him. I know him. But I King Ghidorah is, King Ghidorah is kind of more like a Cthulhu esque figure, mm-hmm. where he's evil, and we don't really understand him, and that's kind of what's terrifying about him, is he's this space abomination that we have no idea what the hell he wants or why he destroys planets. He just kind of does <laughs> for no real apparent reason. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the eldritch horror. And the fact that also, like, we see in like, the beginning of the movie, like, for some, like, the winter is warm, all the meteorites, et cetera, et cetera. Like, just King Ghidorah being this har- harbinger of doom which, of course, as Ton brought up later, Kingdom Watcher 2019 would flesh out a bit more with King Ghidorah. Hmm. Okay, that's that's interesting. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the how it gets more personal between him and Godzilla. Because, <laughs> yeah. What did... Yeah. What were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> no problem. What, what, what did you think, Ton, of Ghidorah in his first appearance? So, I probably consider King Ghidorah to be one of my favorite Toho Kaiju outside of mm-hmm. I just uh, adore the design and whenever mm-hmm. he shows up, he's just, he just he's, you know, it's going to be a good fight with King Ghidorah's <laughs> Yeah. And for his pers- first appearance, you know, um, King Ghidorah's suit is amazing. Like, I know, right? Right from the get go when he shows up, get the shaking heads with the puppetry, mm-hmm. the flying. Mm-hmm. I love how Ghidorah flies in this almost unnatural Same. way. Where like, where Mothra... do you want to hear something? Oh, yeah, Sorry, ton to cut you off, but do you want to hear something really funny? Mm-hmm. The suit actor for King Ghidorah fucking hated doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he was King Kong suit actor from King Kong vs Godzilla. Mm-hmm. He came back for this, and basically all he did was move the legs and hold a metal rod inside <laughs> King Ghidorah. And I think I'm pretty sure he hated it so much. He retired from suit acting because of King Ghidorah. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Damn. Because basically the puppeteers did the wings and the heads, so he didn't get to do much. He just walked around, and the suit was very heavy <laughs> because uh, of its size. That must have been miserable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but continue, sorry. Mm-hmm. So his, his sacrifice was nine rain, because I just I love yeah. how Ghidorah moves. This is very, Same. Like, you know, awkwardness to his mm-hmm. movements, which... You could like call just you could call it the effects of the time, but I think it really just sells the character in a way. Mm-hmm. And I just I I really love how apocalyptic Tinkador feels when because mm-hmm. um I guess to go on kind of a tangent that's kind of interesting is um um one of the feats that gets attribute attributed to. Um, Ghidorah is that he destroyed Venus. Yeah. So to be, give a bit of nerdy space history, for a long time people thought mm-hmm. that of all the planets in the solar system, Venus would have life on it because it had mm-hmm. clouds and the atmosphere like Earth. And then in the sixties, during the space race, um, the Soviet Union. Was like, hey, let's go to Venus and see the cool stuff is there. And then they discover that 
Venus is a molten hell world of <laughs> gas and death. <laughs> and he, with, with acid rain. With acid rain and basically nothing would be alive on it. So I'm kind of wonder mm-hmm. if um, just the, that kind of disappointment from Venus is, is what kind of influenced the story of the Venusians. I, mm-hmm. I definitely think so because it kind of reminds me, Ton, mm-hmm. of like, remember how Wait, oh shoot, what's his name? I'm a Tarzan writer. Uh, oh Wait, yeah. isn't it like Sir Dolan? Oh, no, no, Conan, Conan Doyle is Sherlock Holmes and <laughs> Lost World. I'm trying to think. How, how the hell, Ton, did me and you, probably like the two biggest Princess of Mars fans I know, <laughs> yeah. forget his name? Oh, okay, okay. Edgar Rice Burroughs. Yeah, is. Edgar Rice Burroughs, ERB. Um, because it kind of reminds me. Of how ERB partially wrote Princess of Mars to merge the Mars as life and also the modern science too, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So I kind of wonder if something like that happened with Sekizawa, where he was like, "Wow, this concept of Venus having life is cool, but it's fucking dead now. How do I merge this?" <laughs> so you get this where King Ghidorah is, like you said, the thing that absolutely annihilated Venus and made it into a hellhole. Mm-hmm. I just love that. I just, I just love when. These kaiju movies get their kaiju these crazy feats. I know, right? <laughs> what speaking of Kingdor, Kingdor for me is my third favorite kaiju of all time. He's only behind Godzilla and Baragon for me. I just love dragons in general. And just so having a dinosaur fight dragon is just peak cool mm-hmm. beyond that. But also, just to a funny anecdote, that Animal Planet documentary I mentioned way back in the first episode that got me into Godzilla. Mm-hmm. What hooked me was them showing King Ghidorah's like, wait, holy shit, a three-headed dragon with two tails? This is awesome. <laughs> so King Ghidorah helped partly get me into Godzilla. And the second Godzilla movie I ever watched was Godzilla vs. Gigan, which also has King Ghidorah in it. So King Ghidorah is a favorite of mine. And the show with King Ghidorah just has this air of madness to him just because of how erratic his, his neck movements are think, yeah, and the cackling. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And I just really love that aspect about him. It kind of does remind you of Joker in a way. These opposites where like both Batman and Godzilla kind of represent order in a way. Like Godzilla keeps mm-hmm. the order of nature and Batman keeps the order of Gotham. But then you have Joker who's absolute chaos incarnate. And you have King Darth, which is chaos of space in a way. <laughs> And these yeah, mm-hmm. no, go first. Go first. I think I think that's like a big thing to help Nathan stand out because up to this point, every monster we've seen has been something from Earth. Yeah, something grounded there. But here comes Ghidorah from space. Mm-hmm. He's destroyed a planet with like raised it down. Yeah, and now he's coming to Earth. And you'll have to get the team up for it. Just you know, bringing the stakes. Up. I feel yeah. like in the 108 special world superheroes. Mm-hmm. That kind of becomes a problem because it's like the stakes are always like, yeah, the whole world's gonna be fucking yeah, we're gonna stop it, and that kind of thing for like every movie. Yeah, but even for Godzilla, mm-hmm. it feels cool because it's kind of fresh here. Yeah, I guess in this series because now it's like for the first time. Yeah, what it what it really is because this is basically the Avengers of Godzilla in a way because you have Godzilla <laughs> Mantra teaming up. Yeah. You have a new villain who's stronger than both of them, and they bring in Rodan, which is the first, which is his first appearance in, in Godzilla, and he often gets overlooked. I feel like in this movie. So, what did you guys think of Rodan? I'll start with you, Crash. Oh, um, he's pretty cool. I kept calling him bird because I know I'm making. <laughs> I know he's not a bird. <laughs> he's really cool. He sounds like a jet engine when he flies. I know, right? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't sure that's that word anymore. Really cool. It probably I mean, is. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know, I know he has his own solo movie, which we've been skipping. It's yeah. Really consistent with Godzilla. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, his introduction is pretty cool. All the mag. Was it the magnetic stuff he interacted with? No, that was. That, that, yeah, that was King Dora. Just because I know the guy went down to get his hat, and that's when like, Rodan woke up. Yeah. And yeah. started dancing around. Rodan was just kind of vibing. It was just fun. It was even. I just love the headcam that Godzilla being a dash is like, these fucking flying things are back. I didn't miss these <laughs> things at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I love the the head track. They did a lot. I know, right? And, like slow turn the head and watching that. 
because the nose is flying around. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, I like the little, little petty rivalry. Same. <laughs> See, that's the fun thing, bro. Dan is Godzilla's friend, but it's kind of like you're like how your rival in Pokemon is your friend. <laughs> yeah. Like you like you can't stand each other, but you team up when you have to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of Rodanton? <clears throat> um, I've, I've, I've always loved Rodan. He's, he's fun. He's kind of like the yeah. He's like the rival character. He's kind of just look. He's he's always had a really adaptable personality depending mm-hmm. on what movies he's in. I always love seeing. Um, I feel like. Of the classic kaiju, Rodan's famous, but also kind of considered one of the sillier ones. Yeah. Um, I, I just always get the impression people don't take him as serious. Yeah. And say, Bob, Godzilla. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm but not sure I, I why always, that happens, but continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, of the flying kaiju being one of the, well, earliest, um, pretty sure he's older than, like, the Gaios. Oh no, he's way older because Rodan came out yeah. in 1956. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. So, right after it was two years after yeah. it was it was the year after yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> having him show up here and fight Godzilla and then like kind of team up with him, it was, it's just it's, it's always fun when you kind of like when you have the scene where Mothra tries to convince them to team up mm-hmm. with King Ghidorah and they're both just like yeah <laughs> this, is, this is not from the version we watched but I have to say oh Godzilla what terrible language yeah that scene was really funny Mothra trying to ride and they just, they just have like, a fucking conversation with two giant ass monsters it was like Actually, you know, I, being really rude right now, I wish you would apologize to me. Because, <laughs> like, actually, I think you should apologize to me. These, these giant mothers, I think one of them says, like, wow, like, even these giant mothers are petty. Yeah. It's so, like, petty. That was fun. <laughs> and something, something interesting, though, with that is Shiro Honda did not want that scene in, in the movie. Eiji Tsuburaya, because again, this is the big four, Eiji Tsuburaya, who did the special effects, Ashiro Han directing, um, uh, shoot, what's his name? <sighs> Damn, why am I blanking? Oh, Tom- Tomi Kitanaka producing, and then you have Akira Fukube back as the score. But going back to what I was saying, Ashiro Honda is once again the director here, and he did not like them trying to make it silly. Well, I feel like this whole movie was kind of silly, so I I love that. that, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I like it too. Made. It was very. I didn't expect it, so I thought it was really funny. They just trained. Oh, yeah, the fairies are back. Yeah, they they're are. Pretty, they're pretty chill. Yeah, they're pretty chill now. After no tapping. I know, right? Which is really fun because you have, like, basically all of the past movies coming together, right? Because you have the previous four Godzilla movies, you have Mantra and Mantra versus Godzilla. Yeah, and then you have Rodan, and they're all coming together for this big event. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, this is King of the Monsters, but before King of the Monsters. Yeah, King of the Monsters <laughs> is really just a pseudo remake of this, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just really fun. It is. Yeah. And then, what was that thing? Uh, so don't keep talking, because I'm trying to remember okay. this <laughs> And also, this movie's interesting because it blends genres for the first time in a Godzilla movie. Because you have the spy aspect too, to it, to a degree. Yeah, I found it really interesting. Um, as the Godzilla movies go on, and in general, you tend to find that they get really experimental mm-hmm. with um, concepts and genres that show up in the human plots. And this is while um, Alpha versus Godzilla kind of had some like violence and drama drama in it <laughs> this is like a this is the first guys that i think where the human side is like pure almost action movie you know, yeah, i think that's part of why I like yeah because i found the human side to be really fun and enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. like even as own separate because a lot of times kujura was standing found very integrated to the plot the human yeah. plots can sometimes feel very like they're just kind of there to yeah stay sometimes very dry but here, this one stands alone. I feel well enough with the Godzilla and stuff. That one, mm-hmm. like, it fits well into the narrative and it's it interesting does. to watch. So you're not just like, oh gosh, we missed it. When, that, <laughs> when it switches over. 
It's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first real like where the human stuff is kind of its own thing to a degree, but yeah. it also ties in though with the wider story going on with the monsters. It's, it's yeah. interesting. It's fun. Oh, wait, she's like predicting the human being. Oh, yeah. Uh, yo, listen. Why is nobody listening to me? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna bother the little kingdom. Destroys that poor ship. Yeah. Lights on fire. That is probably. Oh, sorry. Go first, then. I was going to compliment this movie on the female characters because um, this is one of the first Godzilla movies. Actually, I think since Rage Again, where you have like uh, multiple main female characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Which I guess reminds me because we didn't um, uh, talk about this last time because we ran out of time. But there's a lot of feminism mm-hmm. in, in the Godzilla movies from Honda, which is interesting. Because you mm-hmm. have, of course, Gojira. Emiko is a very strong character. And then you have in, in Mantra versus Godzilla. The main character is pretty much the female journalist. And then yeah. here again, you have another strong female journalist and, and the Venetian survivor who's trying to warn everyone while she's possessing the princess, but still. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. very interesting. Oh, and she was a possession. Yeah. <laughs> well, before the ending reveal, I assumed that, like, Mm-hmm. That she just had amnesia or something, mm-hmm. and that like that like triggered like, her memories back. Yeah, but no, she's being possessed by yeah the Venetian spirit. <laughs> which which the movie doesn't really elaborate too much on, but I know stuff has said that was because she had Venetian um uh, ancestry. Ancest- so this so that's why she was able to be possessed. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> that just reminds me because that well. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. just the the random scene where they explain how she survived falling out. Of an <laughs> oh yeah, it's like oh yeah, she fell through dimension. That was that is one hundred percent. That is one hundred percent in there for the audience to not get confused. She She did. She did just kind of jump out there like, wait, she how she survived that cruise thing? Yeah, I mentioned. I I thought that was gonna come back in some way, but it never did. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, but she felt it like spare dimension. She's alright. It was just popping back out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, can we talk about the scene where Godzilla gets grabbed bolted in the dick? <laughs> God, that moment is iconic. <laughs> And there's no way that was on purpose because the camera fucking like zooms down to it too. And poor Godzilla, he's just like, holy shit. Or speaking of, I love the bit where Rodan is hiding behind the rock and he's just peeking oh, out slowly. Yeah, peeking out. <laughs> yeah, he peeks up slowly. I guess that's my non peek for this movie. I guess. <laughs> yeah. They kind of have the similar vibe, just like slowly, like. Trying to see what's going on. <laughs> Sorry, Crash, but this movie does not have your favorite two songs. I know. There's no cliffs, <laughs> and there's no and there's no mount. There's no mountain peaking. I know. I was so heartbroken. I was like, <laughs> zero out of ten. <laughs> Can't even watch this movie anymore. <laughs> but yeah, at the end when they all yeah. came together, mm-hmm. that was so much fun. Wait, that reminds me though. Yeah, I, I was kind of shook. I was like, Oh, Martha, right? She's gonna transform into Martha, right? Yeah. But now she stays in her worm form the entire time. Yeah. Because it's cheaper budget wise, that's literally yeah. it. <laughs> no, no. King Ghidorah was a lot of money to bring to life, from what I've heard, which is why also mm-hmm. um, like Godzilla's breath only has the blue <laughs> tint for, like, for most of it. Yeah. yeah, it only has the big yeah. blue appearance in his debut, and then it goes back to being a mist. <laughs> yeah. I also remember they, they fucking killed Mothra two or three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how just they kind of ro- rolled around. So like, yeah, she died. Touched, so. I was like, <laughs> I, I think I made a joke about that. Like, yeah, yeah, you were like, <laughs> I was like, they're searching for the remaining two monsters. Because the one of them actually did die. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> I know, right? I guess they're like, we can't. Yeah, it's just cost too much money. Yeah, I can't wait to see your boo in the next one to come back. Um, which I imagine it happens. I guess don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will tell you, she's not in this next movie. Okay. Let's just look at the next one she's in, I guess. Yeah. She Whenever actually is in, in her Imago form in, in the next movie she's in. So, yeah. Let's get to you. So, so, you'll, so you'll get to see her big, pretty moth shape again. And her not gross <laughs> fucking worm sound. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's speaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Continue. Sorry, Tom. Oh, no. oh, I was just going to say, like, yeah. While the puppet does look really good in this, it's still really, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, peak show or Yeah. <laughs> is that the same one they used to mock Imagine. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the same one. Like, it looks, like it looks really similar. The yeah. only difference mm-hmm. is the eyes, I think, are red this time and not uh, blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> monster. She's, she's always cool to see. She's super chill. She's monster now. That's cool. He re- she's she really friendly. is. Yeah, she's like <laughs> friendly monster there, I guess. And it's the first time her and, well, I guess her children. Technically, whatever, Monster and Godzilla <laughs> kind of work together for once mm-hmm. for the first time, I guess. Yeah, it is the first time. <laughs> I still love this. It's so fun. I love it. It's just like, I don't really do anything to save the world. I'm not good to be here. <laughs> though it always is funny, though, for some reason. I feel like every time there's crossovers within universes, like Superman, Batman, or the Avengers, or, and of course, here, they have to argue and fight at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can never just be like, "Hey, we can we're both in the same team." We got e- this. They always, they always. Have I know, right? E- <laughs> I feel like even in like Super Super Smash Bros. Brawl, which was the first time it had like a story mode, the t- the Nintendo characters were fighting there as well. Yeah, they always <laughs> have like some kind of scuff. Yeah, it's really funny. I, it took it took Monster getting fucking bullied and beat up for the. I know, right? Shit, maybe we should help out. <laughs> oh, what reminds me, Crash? It was really funny when you're like, okay. She's gonna she's gonna transform right. She's not gonna fight him as, as a worm, right? I was like, she's not gonna fight as a worm, right? Like, come on, she's gonna die. I know, right? <laughs> the silk I is felt, super strong. Sorry, go on, John. I felt so bad for Mothra. Dude, Doris is flailing. I like her. every time Mothra got fucking like thrown, funny shit out of it. Like, they think it's been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Every single time the gravity bolt hit her, she went it's fucking. <laughs> yeah, she got yeeted by the gravity bolt. <laughs> it's <hilarious>. amazing. <laughs> oh, and also, I think mm-hmm. I mentioned this, but uh, Godzilla starts throwing rocks in this movie. Oh yeah, that's nice. And I was like, he's learned something from this King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> that is now my head cannon. That is now my head cannon that he throws rocks because he saw Kong do it, and he was like, "Wait, this <laughs> worked, worked on me." Godzilla was getting pretty pissed when he's getting rocks, and it's like, "No shit, maybe they were working at door." Accidentally, rocks at him. I know, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. See, my favorite thing is if you only watch the Godzilla films, it's like Kong went back to his island and is just still chilling there. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, not, like not, not giving a shit. I'm good. <laughs> I'm not trying to get involved again. It's not like you ever wanted him in the first place. They fucking no. took him off that island. Yeah, they fucking kidnapped him. He, he, he has no idea. <laughs> Which I guess, though, speaking of continuity, this film has really strong continuity, I feel like, with everything that came before it. That's true. But what I mean, yeah. Like, they acknowledge... But, like, yeah, you were telling me they fall off the end of Rodan. Rodan, yeah. yeah. Because Rodan stuck in, in Mount Asso. Asso? I've seen the three call it. Which is where he got buried last time with his girlfriend, but his girlfriend is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pour one out for her. She's a little bit. I don't know what she looks like. She looks, yeah, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, Rodin, Rodin's pretty epic. It's also, though, really funny how Godzilla's <laughs> the only one with, like, a weapon beyond physical stuff. And I guess Silk... Yeah. So you just have them like, like, like you have Rodan pecking the shit and like flapping. <laughs> so what, though, I do really love the scene though, where Rodan fucking rams Kingador in the air and Kingador falls. Oh yeah, that was head on Also, was that one scene where I think that was done a rock and he started fucking tossing it back? Yes. Playing like you have volleyball. Hit it with his tail. Yeah, volleyball just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Which I guess speaking of characterizations, um, the characters in this movie are all really fun too. They're not like the most deep characters, especially compared to Gojira or even Mothra versus Godzilla. But I feel like, like you guys have said, the way they serve the plot is really enjoyable, which makes them fun. Hmm. Oh, I really like the uh, detective lead and his sister. Yeah, they were fun. 
Mm. And then you have this. <laughs> yeah, sorry, go first. Oh, yeah, and I just thought that all the assassins and all their Zayden plots. I know, right? I love like, I love how they almost succeeded with the with the like the electricity, but then Godzilla <laughs> happened to get dropped right on top of it. Absolutely murdered me. It's just like we're gonna do electric shock yeah, therapy. Yeah, I guess now I'm effectively yeah, more of a the highest it can go, and then Godzilla and then Godzilla gets fucking guess, dropped right on, right on the tower. I'm saying in this one, he's very like, mm-hmm. I hate all of you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to kill all of you. And from what I've seen in the future, especially, <laughs> well, at least this time, Godzilla then pick them up. Becomes mm-hmm. a thing, becomes fleshed out. Oh, this movie's fun. I I really do <laughs> adore it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Crash, I'm glad you like King Adora because he's going to be showing up a lot. Yeah, he's Kill he's only behind Matra in terms of appearances. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now he's pissed. Yeah, he is the main villain, to be honest, because Matra's more of like a dual protagonist in a way. Mm-hmm. Usually, if her and Godzilla are fighting, she's the protagonist. So mm-hmm. it fits that King Ghidorah has been around for so much. Yeah. 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 General. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's looking like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 For some reason, Crash, that reminded me of the bit in Crisis Core when Cloud stabs Sephiroth in the back. Spoiler alert for a fucking over ten year old game. And Sephiroth <laughs> and Sephiroth just looks at God not Godzilla, God. Sephiroth versus Godzilla, that would be a fun fight. Sephiroth just looks at Cloud with pure hatred in his eyes. And that and, and like in and that's the moment where you know that those two are gonna be doing this fight forever. The kind of interesting thing is, I guess I'll spoil this a little bit. Um King Minora and Godzilla never truly get that kind of moment, I feel like. It's more just that because they fought generally. for so many movies, it builds and builds. And I guess yeah. Tom, because you've seen most of the one that King Minora's been in. You only haven't seen mm-hmm. the next one. Um, I, I feel like um, with King Ghidorah, though, <laughs> King of the Monsters was the first time that really accentuated the rivalry, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But I guess, though, yeah. because Ghidorah the Shared the Monster, when King of the Monsters came out, was already, like, 50 years old. It's had a long time mm-hmm. to just build just from them fighting each other so much. Yeah, I, th- I think King of the Monsters really kind of sold out of it because, like, in, in kind of like a meta way, they, they, in King of the Monsters, they allude to how Godzilla and Ghidorah are ancient yeah. enemies. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, the soundtrack title Old Rivals. Mm-hmm. So even though they weren't exactly mm-hmm. rivals in the older stuff, they, they just no, yeah. that way. It's like a legacy. Like like yeah. Really so. And. Yeah, he definitely is because he was the because he was the first one too who 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 stuck who stood a villain except for one occasion, but he was still fighting Godzilla in that. But I don't want to spoil that too much. I want to see if there's some fresh. But so yeah, so basically, King Ghidorah was the first ever Godzilla opponent that stuck as a villain for the most part, and I think that's really why he got the reputation he got. It's kind of like also like in like in the Dark Knight, Batman and Joker have never fought before. But they still have that like deep hatred for each other, mm-hmm. and like even in the comics with Batman and Joker, I don't think there was ever a true moment early on yeah, that made them true. like, "Oh this yeah, Joker, you're my arch enemy." It just kind of happened in the seventies and eighties because Joker was one of the oldest villains okay. coming from Batman number one <laughs> that he became like, the arch enemy, and I think that kind of happened with like, King Ghidorah as well. Like, like you when you're the first, more than likely you will be like the like, big enemy. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, for the first time, you get to see that relationship itself. Especially because, yeah, sorry, can keep going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. which is kind of an interesting um uh, duality there with villains. Like some of them, it kind of screws like Batman and Joker and Godzilla and King Ghidorah. Then you have other ones like like I mentioned before, Cloud and Sephiroth or Professor X and Magneto, where this is seated into their backstories that they're opponents and rivals rather yeah. than it growing over time it it's an it's an mm-hmm. yeah and i yeah. honestly enjoyed both ways i think both ways can be fun rivalries are kind of like that you know yeah. you as long as you set it up at some mm-hmm. point like and you use it a lot that just becomes a norm for a lot of people mm-hmm and I guess that's what gets out. Godzilla yeah. and King Ghidorah are like, also, what makes him a king? Mm-hmm. What makes him a king Ghidorah? Because the movie's called Ghidorah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fun, honestly. And and it, and it did kind of remind me, <laughs> All right, that's like, funny. me and Tom have been watching the Raimi Spider-Man films. And Spider-Man 1 has Green Goblin in it from the beginning because he's the Spider-Man villain. Despite him not showing up until, I believe, Spider-Man 16, I believe, oh, yeah. one of those I mean, teen issues. Movie, yeah. But just because they kept fighting so often, (laughs) and then of course that they introduced Harry Osborn later on in Spider-Man's college (laughs) era, Green Goblin grew to become a very important villain. So, and I guess like every single modern version then rolls with them being the villain, which is which is basically what happens. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's king because it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> I am generally not sure why he's called king. It might be to make him sound cooler because English in Japan and Japanese is often used to sound cool, as you can see in video games and anime. It's the one from Hercules. Also <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot you in the Hydra. Yeah. yeah. has a lot of design influences, though. Like I was mentioning earlier, um, uh, his design is partially taken from the Russian Zmi, which is a multi-headed um, uh, Russian dragon. Mm-hmm. Because E.G. Subaraya saw um a oh a Russian film that had a Zubi in it. Let me look it up. Let me see. Uh, yeah. Oh, I see it here. Oh, uh, the 1956 Soviet film Ilya Muromets. Yeah, that was it. That was the one with E.G. Subaraya saw, and he was like, yeah. "Wow, it would be really cool if this dragon had three heads." So yeah, he rolled with that, and it really is like I said earlier. It defines wow, King Ghidorah so much because he looks so different from other dragons. Like, how many dragons have three heads in in media? Rainbow? (laughs) The only other one I could think of is the the Targaryen dragon in Game of Thrones on (laughs) there. um, uh... It starts off two heads, then it keeps growing. The Hydra classically has has eight heads. That's funny. <laughs> and and the Targaryen dragon, like I was saying, in Game of Thrones has three heads. But I believe George R. R. Martin said that was meant to be a reference to King Ghidorah, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's literally just right, King Ghidorah. Yeah, which, which I love. And it really has that helped set King Ghidorah as lot. such a unique villain dragon, just he's, as a whole. He's pretty much big villain, too. Yeah. Not to mention the two tails, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the gold color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's just so golden. Funny enough, originally he was going to have rainbow wings, but they, but they dropped that. <laughs> yeah. There, there's mock-ups of it. Oh, yeah, it will be fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you, Ton. That was going to be his original design. He was going to be blue with gold, gold necks. <laughs> Harry Dragon. Same. I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, the gold's very striking. And oh, then, yeah. of course, oh, sorry, Tom, keep going. Of course, oh yeah. Oh, it's a comment. The gold's very striking. It is the fact that it's 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And also, um, I feel like his manes, which are taken more from Asian like dragons, as are his heads in general, have more of that Asian dragon look. Also, really, it helps them apart. I feel like you don't see Asian dragons with quite that look often. Angry, like European dragon look to him. Yeah, like the other kind of frowning eyes. Yeah, film. Yeah. I feel like, and the mains haven't come back since. Like, I know Oma King the Monsters kind of alludes to them by giving him, like, <laughs> that mane of spikes, but it's not Can quite the same as him having actual hair like he originally did. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Oh, well, if you've ever seen Oma, like, oh, Chinese dad. parades that have dad. the dad. dragons, dad. their dragons have hair. And Kaiser the man? Which is what that's taking it from. Mm-hmm. Want to be epic. Though, oddly enough, though, over time, I feel like he's kind of become more of a European oh, dragon. Ghidorah, it's just, I'm not sure if you'd agree, agreed Another one called Ghidorah. I, I, I actually would. Well, they get very oh. experimental. Mm-hmm. So you think the prefix is what individually names them? So, like King Ghidorah? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's even a few movies where I think they make Ghidorah quadruped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Def Ghidorah and Don't Kaiser Ghidorah, which we won't see Def Ghidorah. We will see Kaiser Ghidorah later on. <laughs> yeah, Def Ghidorah is from, 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 from Reaper to Matra. <laughs> Not that kind of death. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, because they wanted to be edge lords, make him sound cooler. They were like, "Oh, this Ghidorah is better than than King Ghidorah. He's a fucking Kaiser because Japan adores Germany." It's a... basically Ghidorah is the species name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kaiser Ghidorah and Def Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all so, individual species. Not individual individuals of the species. But yeah, go on, Ton. So so if we were Ghidorahs, you'd be Fey Ghidorah, yes. I'd be Ton Ghidorah. And Crash would Crash Ghidorah. And I guess something else with Kingdom I want to talk about <laughs> is it's kind of interesting having a having a dinosaur's main opponent be a dragon. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of diametric opposition oh there, where you have a prehistoric animal that's real that went on to inspire dragons and basically Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> fighting <laughs> a dragon, which is a, fant- a fantastical creature, which kind of gets even amped up even more in Godzilla by having him come from space, but aliens that's being almost mm-hmm. a modern myth- a modern mythology you in a way. See that very often. Yeah. It's almost kind of like a science versus fantasy yeah. kind of concept. You have the. I mean, him look as gross as possible. Paleontologists probably screwed you, but you have the scientific dinosaur mm-hmm. versus the fantastic dragon. Yeah. Well, I mean, for his time, Godzilla wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wouldn't be until the until yeah. 70s that they like got the awesome redesign to be like the, T- like the T Rex in Jurassic Park. Mm hmm. Oh no! Uh, I meant I meant I meant dinosaurs in general, because because the seventies was a dinosaur renaissance beginning. Uh, anyways, we, we we don't talk about scientifically accurate <laughs> There's some really bad fan art that tries it. I I do not like that idea. But funny enough, though, <laughs> I did see some really nice realistic Pokemon yeah. art recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do stuff about what? this movie? No, you really do not. Was there anything we missed? <laughs> <laughs> Let me actually... This is really off topic, but I don't care. Because Crash, you have to see it. Because the fact that this guy actually succeeded in making these realistic Pokemon look cute is, is a miracle. Look at them! Mm-hmm. Look at the Charmander! He's so cute! 
he's 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 a, he's a little baby dino and i love him i would die for him mm-hmm. hey pokemon's technically godzilla oh yeah it is godzilla you have tyranitar you have um a uh, nido king which is literally just baragon yeah <laughs> Dynamax now. I, I, I that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. My favorite one, not because the other ones are like worse, but <laughs> it definitely just appealed to my <laughs> basic like enjoyment of the movie like this. I mean, it, honestly, in Japanese pop culture, you're going to see a lot of Godzilla I references. Love together. <laughs> I love the silliness of it. I love the sci-fi stuff. <laughs> it just kept me really like interested, like the whole time. I never dozed. Well, we have like, ten minutes, so, so, so like, you can. Especially great to get. No, I didn't actually cover everything for once. It was nice. Just, it was like a yeah. fun movie. All right, so I guess yeah. closing thoughts, Ton. Um. Okay. Closing thoughts. <laughs> Can't wait. Ghidorah Three Headed Monsters is just really fun and um enjoyable, enjoyable Godzilla movie. Um, if you literally <laughs> like King of the Monsters, you'll probably like this too. Another one. Even though it's any older. <laughs> I mean, I like older movies myself. Yeah. But if you you're not a fan of older movies, give it this one a shot. I think it, it's it's entertaining. Wow. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, definitely. If you like the sci-fi angle crash, you're gonna really love the next movie. And for me, like I've said, North Shadow Monster is one of my all-time favorite Godzilla movies. It's one I have a lot in the soldiers for. Okay, I guess I will bring up one thing real quick. This movie yep. used to be kind of one of the Holy Grails, too. Yeah, because it had a VHS release. It just was not super common to find. I had to wait until we got a DVD release, which was in the late 2000s, to watch it. Oh, wow. So I was really blown away when I finally got to see it. I really enjoyed it. So I have a lot of nostalgia for that mm-hmm. aspect of it, too. Um, like I said, it introduced King Ghidorah, which is one of my favorite Godzilla monsters ever. It provided the basis for one of my all-time favorite Godzilla movies, with King of the Monsters. So yeah, I really love it. Ashiro Honda, of course, is on point here. Akira Fukubi's score is on point. Eiji Subarai's special effects works are great. Sekizawa wrote a really fun and really good script. I can't complain about anything in it. It's just a really fun, well-made Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess, Crash, to tease you a little bit, though, this is part one of the Ghidorah duology, in a way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we'll talk about that next time. All right, everyone. This is episode five of the Godzilla Roundtable. See you guys next time for Invasion of Astro Monster. Tell them. See you.